Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. Well, hello and welcome to our joint podcasts once again. So it's Lead from the Driver's Seat with my good friend Al Rattan and Maximize Your Potential with myself, Chris Baker. And we've been talking about leadership and we've been talking about uh, last week emotional intelligence, which is an amazing subject and um, one that I'm sure we'll come back to again at a, a, a future date because it is really uh, fascinating. But what I wanted to, to talk about tonight and, and have a, a discussion about tonight was yesterday at work, one of my team came to me and said, hey, Chris, what would you what advice would you give a graduate? I was like, well, OK, yeah. And so and, and before I could say anything, she said, OK, but don't just give the cliched sort of like um, responses that everybody would give. So I don't know. OK, so the first the first answer I gave her was this. It was. Tell the graduate to to learn and identify what they love to do and then find a way that they can do that and earn a living doing that. Mm -hmm. What's that saying, Chris? Is it if you if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. Which which is <clears throat> is not true, but it is true. Right. So <laughs> you, you actually what happens is you actually to me, in my experience, when you're doing what mm -hmm. you love, like we do with this. Right. We, we're doing this. We love it. We're, we're not being paid for doing this. We just love it. We do it every week. What happens in my experience is that you actually tend to work more than you do if you don't like doing something, but it doesn't right. feel like work because you're enjoying it. All right. So that's my, that's my take on that. How, what do you think? And, and I love that because, you know, and one thing that you've always been quick to folk, uh, quick to point out to me when I maybe get a little bit off track in life and start looking at the financial <laughs> picture end of things, you're, you're, you're always quick to point out. And I, and I love this about you, my friend is just that, Hey, focus on serving, focus on adding value and the money will come. Yep. And, and I think that, so yes, you know what, if you, if you are doing what you love, it is work. You mm -hmm. do put a little extra effort in. I mean, you and I are working on some other projects right now that is over and above our regular stuff, but we do it because we're, we love it, right? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you, you've, you've shared the example before and, and, we, and we've talked about it before about reaping what you sow, right? So th this is all where I believe with this. And again, it's with my team, right? I've been with this team for uh, almost well actually nine months now and um <clears throat> all the, the 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 work that i've done by by earning their trust and building that trust over the last nine months i'm now starting to see the seed the the the, the sort of shoots of those seeds that i've been sowing and this that you know kelly coming and asking me this question to me was one of those things because she 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 obviously understands me enough to know that i've that i i love this type of <laughs> of question right and i love developing others so i get to answer these questions Chris. right so so she 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 asked me this question i gave her that answer she says oh that's good she says well let me show she gave me then a, a little um car 
which had uh what is it two four six eight start of eight sentences on there that it was asking and she said she said this is what i've got to fill in for my uh, i think it's her niece and i said okay give it to me and i'll, I'll let me let me answer those overnight i'll do it take it as homework and then i'll give it you back in the morning and think see what you think and she's oh will you do that i said absolutely i will so you know, I thought it was a great opportunity for us to to talk about this tonight because we're both passionate about developing others and helping others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you know, and and uh, listeners know that helping the youth again is and and emerging leaders is one of my passions as well. So these these eight things. Well, we'll go through one at, one at a time. The first one yeah. is there's advice for the graduate. It says, "Don't be afraid to," and then it's fill in the blanks. Right. And my my um what what I wrote on this one was don't be afraid to be yourself and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, don't be afraid to be yourself and do what you want to do. And the reason I put that is that too many of us, particularly youngsters, are trying to live out somebody else's view of what they want them to do, right? Yeah. They're trying to these other people, whether it's their parents or their peers or their teachers or whatever, right? They're not taught. We've talked about this again before. And when we talk about finding your eye, they're not taught to think about or taught how to think. They're not taught to think uh, and uh, and identify what they love to do and what their passions are. Mm -hmm. We're just told what to do, right? Like it would be graduate high school, go to college. Yeah. Yeah, work you know? hard, get a good education, get a good job, and then right. you know die, die yeah. at seventy-five, right? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what what would your uh, what would your advice be on? Don't be afraid to on this one. You know what? I it it definitely ties in, but the the immediate the first word that popped to mind when I read this is "don't be afraid to take some risks," mm-hmm. right? And and, and yeah. because you know what, anything anything worthwhile doing in life it really is, you know, you're taking a risk at attempting to do most things of value, right? Yeah. Even if it is, I want to be a doctor. Okay, great. Well, you're going to take a risk of investing a hundred thousand dollars in medical school with the hope that you'll pass and actually, <laughs> yeah, at least I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm an old guy and I never went to medical school, so I have no idea how much it costs. But the thing is, is, you know, with the risk of getting four years into the program and realizing, man, this is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to take some risks, right? Chris and I took yep. a risk, started a podcast, right? We're building a following. Chris and I uh, took a risk and we we started, we joined uh, the Maxwell Leadership Organization and get mentored by John Maxwell and, mm-hmm. and help other leaders grow themselves. Everything worthwhile doing, John says, is everything worthwhile doing is uphill, right? Yeah. It involves yeah. a little bit of a risk. So that was, that was the first word that came to my mind when I yeah. read that. No, I think that's a I think that's a great one. And and again, there's that saying no risk, no reward, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I think you you have to put yourself out there. And you know, many people would say there, don't be afraid to fail and and yeah. so on. There, there, there's also again, they're more of the cliched ones, right? So we're trying Absolutely. to be a little bit more um descriptive in in these. So yeah. the the second one is be prepared to, right? Yeah. Be prepared to. Um you go first on this one, Al. What did you What did you think for that one? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, I would and again, th- and this could actually go further down the list. You know, when you don't allow yourself to part, which is the next one, but be prepared to. 
I was, again, I'm trying to put this into words, but be prepared to defend your dream yeah. is where I'm going, right? Yeah. And I'm trying not to be the cliche answer, but there are people out there that are going to come along and say, hey, you know what? You know what I really want to do? I really want to do this. And we call them dream thieves. They swoop in and go, yep. oh, that's dumb. That's yeah. stupid. That ties in with the risk end of things and to be yourself and to do what you want, right? Be prepared to deal, deal with the dream thieves. And, and, you know, you don't need to defend your dreams to anyone else. Correct. Yeah. And that, and that follows on from being yourself and do what you want to do. Right. And, and I I had be prepared to face criticism from others who don't try. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, fitting in alongside yours, because in, uh, you know, John Maxwell's put your dream to the test. And in my book, um, you know, 10 steps to, to freedom, we talk about, how um there are people that will will try and knock you down and and stop you from doing something because they don't want to take that risk and do something themselves so they want to hold you back because if you go forward it makes them feel worse right absolutely right so um (laughs) excuse me again it's it's really it's really identifying who you should take advice and criticism from right and to take that from somebody that is either on the same path as you or as being on that path is a little bit ahead of you or in a coach or a trainer like ourselves that, that wants to encourage you. All right. Do not take criticism or advice from people who are not prepared to do things themselves and take risks themselves. Yeah, exactly. I agree, Chris. That's great. The, The next one is always keep. And I have always keep looking forward, not back. Right. And again, I, I use this in teachings where we talk about the, the windshield on a car is so much bigger than the rear view mirror. Absolutely. Right. The reason is we should spend far more time looking forward than we do looking back. The sad thing. Saying, flip, yeah. The flip ahead. side of that, the sad thing is, is far too many people are carrying around the baggage or looking in the rear view mirror at life and the mistakes Correct. or the missteps or the heartbreaks or the disappointments. Yep. And yeah. focusing on that instead of focusing on what's before them, which is uh-huh. unlimited possibilities, really. Correct. Yeah, correct. Okay. And that and that's what we, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever reflect on what you've done. You should, right? I, I'm I'm a big one for reflection and and learning from those those mistakes. That's how you move forward. But you 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 don't stop there, right? You learn and you you test and adjust and you and you and you go again. Um, and that's how you, that's how you grow. That's how you keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you're always looking back, what happens is you don't see the opportunities that are right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. People say, Oh, well, if only I had the the luck of this, or if, if only I was in the right place at the right time where well, you were, you just didn't right. see it because you weren't looking right. You weren't aware of it all. So ready for it. yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, for me, for that, for always keep, and I, and I know this is going to sound cliche, but I think it's very important is always keep learning, right? And and mm-hmm. and 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 I think that, and a, it's in one of John's books. I can't remember which one, but there's some statistics about how few people, like once they leave college or once they leave high school, like never enter a library again or never open or read a book again, yep. right? And I actually know a lot of people that's like, oh, I've I've never read a book, right? <laughs> Well, I can tell you, I, I, I left school at 17. Right. And, um, I don't think I, I maybe read some novels when I was on holiday on a beach or by right. the pool, 
But right. until I joined the John Maxwell team in 2017, and, and at that point I was 51 years old, mm-hmm. I hadn't seriously read a book since I was 17, right? right. So what's that, 34 years? And yeah. now since 2017 to now, in those in those five years, it will be five years um, actually in August, I, I've, I've read probably 100 books. Yeah. Fantastic. It's crazy, right? And you know, and I but, own I own more than a hundred books now. Yeah, so. Me too. I've got bookcase over there. But here, here's the thing. And 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 so if you're listening and you're a grad or a younger person than Chris or I, because we're both, you know, older than a half a century. Yeah. Sounds really old when you say that, eh? Take yeah. some advice from the two old guys. We feel very young and we don't don't act old. But anyway, so but take some advice from the, the, the guys that you're, are, you're listening to right now and read, <laughs> read some books, pick up some books, listen to some podcasts, watch some YouTube videos to continue to develop yourself. Again, I don't want to be, you know, quote John all night long here, but again, he too, says too, right. In one of his books, you know, if you're not, if you're not, you can't expect to, it's too late to prepare once you get the promotion or once you get the job, you need to be developing yourself and growing yourself and making yourself valuable to the companies Mm -hmm. you're working for by developing your own self personally and professionally. So I think that, yeah, it's great. Thanks. It's true. Most, most people that you talk to will say, Oh, when I become a leader, I'll, I'll do that. Right. (laughs) Too late now. Right. Be the person you want to become, be that person and act that way. I was always taught to, to dress for the job you want, not the job you've got man uh, I, I agree right and i've <laughs> interviewed many a people through my career in in retail and if somebody comes in in shorts and a t-shirt uh, the the interview is over before it starts or sweatpants yeah. and sandals right i'm sorry but i mean i'll tell you one story i went in for uh, i went in for a job interview this is like late 90s and we'd recently moved and I went into this, met, met this guy at this retail store, the owner of the store. And I walk in and a shirt and tie, right? And I, I, that's, that's how you went to a job interview. Right. Yeah. Right. You all know, you young folks, oh, it's old fashioned, old fashioned. Okay. But at least dress, you know, business casual, right? Nice pair of mm-hmm. pants. Nice. Right. Um, which is fine. Right. In today's culture. But back then I was taught you wear a shirt and tie. So I wore a shirt and tie to the interview and he comes out of the warehouse and he's in jeans and a t-shirt and all dirty. And he was working hard. Right. He goes, we don't wear ties here. Right. <laughs> I was his first comment. <laughs> I was off. Okay. So second interview, I wore a nice shirt, nice pair of dress pants. and didn't wear a tie, but uh, I got the job by the way. But anyways, yeah. that's, that's dress, dress for success, folks. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, we off topic. Yeah. No, that's that's not. It's all it's all on topic. I mean, the the fourth one here is don't allow yourself to. And mm. uh, and again, I have sort of tied this in a little bit with um with the the number two, by but don't allow yourself to be dragged down by others. Right. You know, we we um we we know Jim Rohn says that we become the average of the five people we associate with the most. Right. And this is where I looked at this because if you if you associate with people who who don't want to try and have got no ambition and just drift through life, like we've talked about before, that's what you'll end up being yourself, right? Whereas if you associate with people that are on a growth path, that are on a leadership development, that that are showing ambition and drive, you'll become that too, right? So Mm -hmm. um, don't allow yourself to be dragged down by others. 
That's good. And I don't know if I can actually think of anything. I mean, you've got some really good answers and, and, you know, let's voice it. Chris and I are like-minded individuals. So his answers are resonating with me yeah. and I'm, I don't really think I could think of anything better. Right. But don't so, allow yourself to be dragged on by others. Right? You, let me ask you this, Al, right. You, yeah. you, you've, um, you know, like myself, you've been working like 30, 30 plus years now, which seems scary, right? But during that, during your your sort of time, let's say from let's say from when you were like an early teenager to now, mm -hmm. have you have you found yourself in a situation where you, you realized that you were becoming someone you didn't want to be because of the people you were with? Sorry, you cut out there briefly. Could you please repeat that question? Yes. So so during your your from your teenage years to now. Yes. Have you ever found a time when you were becoming someone you didn't want to be? Oh my! Because of the people you were associating with. You know what? And I would say that it wasn't even a. It wasn't even so much associating with because I don't want to. Uh, you. Know, I so, it came to a point, at one job. When I start, and I don't necessarily mean it was associating with people. I think it was mm -hmm. just the, the the season I was at in my life and everything else that was going on in my life at the time. I found myself getting very angry at people on my team yep. very easily. And they didn't really deserve for me to be angry with them so easily. Right. And it, and it came down to the fact that I was very dissatisfied with where I was, the job I was doing, the compensation I was getting, the stress I was under the, you know, I'd spent so many years in big box retail. And I was, I think I was coming to a point of burnout, burnout. And I don't, and again, yeah. not necessarily the people I was associating with, although that did have something to do with it, but I took that opportunity to apply for and work for the corporate head office of this company versus a retail store, frontline store. And I did that for three years and it completely re-energized and recharged me. I needed a change of pace and scenery mm -hmm. and the people I was seeing on a regular basis. And, you know, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm grateful that I recognized in myself that I needed to move. Yeah. I needed, to, I needed to change yeah. because if I hadn't, I probably would have, I probably, I would have damaged my team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyways, For sure. I know that sort of yeah. doesn't answer the question, but it that's the thing that no, came to mind it, immediately. It does. And and that's the the thing, right? There's many people that would would not recognize that and, and would allow that to continue, right? And they spiral mm -hmm. down. And then and then we, we get into the stage where we're blaming everybody else, where in actual fact we can do something about it. Right. Right. And so yeah. that that that's really where I'm at there is 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 again, we all have control over our future and our destiny if mm -hmm. we choose to take that control yeah exactly it really is right? up it's to within you. our power yeah absolutely um the next one is, is be open to right and again there's a plethora of answers we can we can give for this one but i put be open to feedback right mm -hmm. because feedback and reflecting on the feedback that you get is how you grow and and what i find out um and you, you probably find the same is when I talk to to people before they they get to know my style and and uh, and and how I work. When you talk about feedback, they automatically think criticism. 
Right? They automatically think that you're telling them they're doing something wrong. And I'm like, no, feedback is a gift. Feedback is about learning and growing. And yeah. feedback can be positive. It should always be constructive, right? So even if you're telling somebody that, hey, you know, I saw you do this and, and uh, you know, you help me understand your thinking behind it and then go on to explain maybe there's a better way of doing this. How about if we do X, Y, Z? Right? So, right. so feedback yeah. to me is a gift. You've got to be open to it. To give it and receiving it, hundred percent, and it make and and again, right? That key is being open to it, receiving it, receiving it as the point of how can I grow from this, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, I used to always use the word constructive criticism or that combination of words. And yeah. one person pointed out to me one day, and I was like, "This makes a lot of sense." He goes, "Al, what does construct mean?" Oh, I said, "To build." And what does criticize mean? And like, well, really, if you're looking at it, it's to tear down. So he said, like that, those two words cannot go. To, so if you're using constructive criticism, stop, right? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Do some constructive feedback. You're not there to criticize. You're help, there to help the person grow. Mm-hmm. And as the person receiving the feedback, be open with some humility put the ego aside and be willing to accept that what the person is saying to you could be valid and help you have greater success in life. Yeah. And and this, again, we could tie this in a little bit to the, um, the, the emotional intelligence uh, that we were talking Mm -hmm. about last week. Right. And you know, when you, when you had your um, results and first of all, you felt a little bit like offended. Right. But as you then started to, 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 to read through it and talk through it, um, you realized what what it was doing. And, you know, Absolutely. you you kind of where I you gave me a, an assessment. We haven't done the feedback session yet, but we will. And when Absolutely. I got the results and I was looking through mine, I, I could see similar things to what you were saying. But when mm-hmm. I look at it, I go, okay, yeah, that's that's fair. And I realized that. All right. So yeah. so then it's it's, it's what do you do to learn and grow from it. Yeah. That yeah. that's the EQI 2.0 assessment. And it is a priceless tool if you will take it to heart read what it says do a do a debrief with a certified coach like i am and take that and go out and grow it's it can be it's a priceless tool but you're right and and yeah i'm glad i'm glad you see some value in it and i'm looking forward to having our little debrief chat yeah ours will be a little bit more less less formal than i will with a client but uh well you Conversation. Do yeah. whatever it's cool yeah cool all right, all right. We've got three left and we're up 22 minutes so yeah, we should um, do this. <clears throat> the the next one is i hope you always i put believe mm-hmm. in yourself all right yeah i, I think we, we have to do that you know lack low self-esteem lack of self-belief is a big challenge within our society more so now than ever so again i hope you always believe in yourself and, and then you know Sorry, yeah. I know I know we want to cut this off, but I just want to encourage people out there today, you know, like don't look at the don't look at that, you know, this is what I should don't compare yourself to the people on social media showing only the best. Okay. To yeah. those influencers and those supermodels and those airbrushed people and all this stuff. Be yourself, <laughs> be authentic, accept who you are, love who you are, and love others, and life will be okay. It will be better than okay. Yeah. Yeah. It will be okay. better than okay. Yeah. Sorry. And and well, the, and the next one is I hope you don't. All right. And I I and I, I love this one. I hope you don't accept that being average is okay. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. Don't accept that being average is okay. 
And it is interesting because I, um, you know, I showed Vicky these earlier and 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 talked through that, and she said, "Well, the the thing is, if if everybody, you know, there'll always be an average." And I went, "There will, but if everybody strives for excellence, exactly. that level of average will go up." Exactly, uh, and the it's fact the that we strive like for excellence, we're on a bell curve, right? Right. We're not settling for average. We're striving no. for excellence and we're driving the average up. So think yeah. about it in your retail store, right, Al? If you've got the, the, if, if the average salesperson sells, I don't know, like 10 units a week, right? We're just plucking figures out of the sky. The average sold te sells 10, per, 10 a week, but everybody increased their sales by one. The average is going to go up to 11 per week, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's got to be yeah. better for your store, better for the individuals. It's better for your customers because they're getting better service. So, you know, the, don't don't settle for average. Don't don't believe that average is okay. Average is a bad a word. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. and then the, erase that from your vocabulary. Delete it exactly. from your dictionary and yeah. don't use average. Yeah, and, and I think that people that you know, like, and again, we hear that word settle when we think average, right? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm okay with this, you know, this job I'm okay with, that. you know, don't settle for that. Always be on a, on a path of growth. Right. Yeah. And if you're content yeah. in life, then that's great. Be content, Absolutely. but you don't have to be content and average. That's not the same yeah. thing. All right. Last yeah. piece of advice is last piece of advice is live the best life you can with no regrets. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Cause most people live in fear of failure. I yeah. say no, live in fear of regret. Absolutely. Right? So, so all of those things. And, and you know, guys, if you're listening to this, this is advice for, for graduates. But to be honest, this is advice for everybody. For everybody. <laughs> so, so you know, whether you're, whether you're a teenager, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, it doesn't matter. This advice applies to all of you. Yeah. All right. Now, and I'll, I'll put those... You know, I'll put the questions uh, in, and, and maybe put those answers in the notes with the podcast, right? And we'll yeah. we'll we'll, yeah. we'll put them on. The, if you're if you're watching on social media, you know, maybe maybe we're listening on there in the comments below. Put what you think, right? Yeah, put which piece do. of we advice stood out to you, right? Or share your advice. Me. You know, this yeah. is about you, and we want to develop you and help you to be the best you can be, um, and not settle for average, right? Yeah, um, exactly. So, and Hopefully if there's something that we yeah. didn't talk about tonight and you have a piece of advice for a grad or anybody else out there, leave it in the comments as well, because we would love to learn from you. We, we don't know it all. We would. And again, if you've got advice for, for Alan myself. Yeah. What do you want us to hear? Talk about? We've I, got like decades of experience in yeah. industry of, you know, retail and car sales and leadership and training and development. And uh, yep. we would love to hear what you would like to hear about. Absolutely. And we will talk about it. We are open for feedback. <laughs> Absolutely. Not constructive right. criticism, though. All right. You know what, <laughs> folks, thanks for joining us. And uh, Chris, this thanks for sending this over. I think it's a great I'm going to thank your coworker because I think there's some yeah. really great stuff just to think into this. Uh, for grads and for, like you said, for everyone, uh, folks, so glad you tuned in, leave some comments, ask some questions, share this with friends and family, please. Um, and if you want to get in touch with Chris or I, you can, uh, search us out on social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and such, and connect yep. with us there. 
And uh, thanks again, Albert Tan from Lead from the Driver's Seat and Chris Baker from Maximize Your Potential. And we will be back next week with another episode. Have an amazing day. Yes, sir. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrutan.com or hello at lrutan.com.